This episode of the Mega Meeple is brought to you by our supporters over at Pod Pledge. Welcome back to the Mega Meeple, the show all about gamers and the games that bring them together. This is episode 30, what is it? Eight, eight, yes, 38. Yes, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> if you like the show, uh, be sure to subscribe. Uh, you go to iTunes or uh, find out we're, we're even on Stitcher if you'd like to use that as well. So go ahead and subscribe to those. And if you like what you hear, Uh, Be sure to spread the word and tell all your friends about us and uh, give us some uh, five-star loving and leave us a happy review. Well, this is kind of out of the ordinary. I mean, uh, we we like to have fun, like to talk about gaming and uh, gaming topics and experiences. But uh, this, this is one of those serious episodes and uh, don't, uh, don't 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 hit that off button yet. Uh, t- <laughs> chances, uh, it, it, this is one of those things where you can't bury your head in the sand and pretend that this problem doesn't exist. I mean, awareness is one uh, one of the first things to do in order to work towards a solution. Uh, you have to be aware of the problem before you're able to help solve it. Now, if you listen to our podcast for any uh, significant amount of time, uh, you know that uh, we're not one to shy away from some of the harder subjects. Uh, I mean, yeah, everybody likes to talk about games and stuff, but if there's a problem that affects particularly the gaming community and the gaming circles that we we all belong to, then... uh, we're we're going to talk about it. We're going to bring it uh, to the service here, and especially if I don't hear any other podcast talking about it, then you darn well better believe I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it up. Uh, but let's, uh, f- first of all, let, let's start off on uh, some feedback we had gotten on Facebook uh, last week. Uh, was the question of the week? We talked about ratings or rankings. Uh, and I that uh, that was the topic that I kind of ranted about. And the question of uh, this past week was, how much do rankings influence your game purchases? And uh, we posted that on our Twitter and Facebook, and we got uh, didn't get much uh, feedback. We got one person who replied, and thank you, Ivan Ska, on Facebook that said uh, quite a bit, as it will influence me to try the game. So that's good at least, at least to try the game. Uh, he doesn't uh, specify whether uh, how many of those games that he's tried that he actually purchased as a result of a ranking or a review, but uh, but thank you so much for uh, giving us your your feedback, Ivan. Appreciate it. And if you would like to uh, talk to us, uh, I mean, we, we're on Twitter, we have YouTube, we have facebook instagram and all, all those links are found on the social media page on our website that's www.themegameeple.com 
Just go to the social media page and all the links there. I'm going to go off on a little rant before we uh, have our not one but two guests uh, on this episode. Uh, yeah, this this uh, topic is so important that I thought I'd bring on not one but two very prominent and very special guests on this show to talk about it and uh, have them give us their insight and feedback. But uh, I, I, have, I have a confession to make. I used to be really naive. Not that I was, you know, ignoring something, but it was just one of those things that I just was unaware that such a problem even existed. Back in, uh, I believe, uh, August of last year, and I may have uh, talked or touched upon it uh, briefly on uh, an episode back during that time, but uh, there was an article on uh, women at Warp uh, website, and I was talking about uh, women gaining foothold or gaining ground in the tabletop industry. And the first thing I thought, it was like, well, uh, okay, cool, but why is this even news? Why is this even a thing? I mean, I, for, for as long, I, I haven't been involved in gaming for not too long. I mean, there's plenty of people out there that has been doing gaming way longer than I have, but the three or so years that I've been involved in, in board gaming, uh, women in gaming groups, it was just, uh, you know, it was just a thing. It was something normal. Uh, I didn't realize that uh, there could be any other way than that. Uh, it was just a norm for me because I saw this from, at least from the groups that I've associated with and gamed with at, uh, you know, we, we had both men and women sitting at the gaming table. So my initial thought was, you know, okay, why, why is this even, is this so unusual that it garnered an actual news article or a blog talking about it? I mean, doesn't every gaming group have a mixture of both men and women in it? Uh, evidently not. But... I had uh, at, at that time I had reached out to uh, a number of uh, prominent women in the gaming industry, and uh, uh, through scheduling and so forth, it was pretty hard to uh, get 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 these uh, get these ladies on the show where uh, that we were able to have our schedules work out. Everybody was uh, available at the same time, but finally managed to do that. And I'm glad it took so long for that to happen because since that article came out, I've become aware of some cyberbullying and hate mail and just uh, uh, people attacking women, uh, especially prominent women that are putting out content like videos and podcasts and and so forth, where those women have been 
under attack by people saying, you know, that they that they're stupid or, you know, what whatever the attack yeah, the attack may be. Now, initially, I thought, well, you know, the, the, these are just trolls. You know, these are just pathetic little kids. You know, uh, they may be adults, but they have mentality of a child, and uh, you know, they're they're not part of the gaming community. I mean, if if you get well known online or uh, well known on the internet enough it's good a it's gonna foster or garner people just attacking you for the hell of it because uh, that's what they do you know there there are some people out there that just they, they really get off on attacking people on on the internet so when these women uh that were on uh youtube and and podcasts and putting blogs out and articles and so forth was getting attacked. I thought, okay, well, this this is just some some troll out there that, uh, you know, that that, that that that's not part of our group, you know. And, and what could you do? You just you know just ignore them. But uh, we we us gamers didn't have to worry about that because people like that just don't they just don't game. They're not interested in gaming and and they're not they're not a part of our gaming circles. Well, then, later, I saw a, uh, a board game breakfast on Dice Tower where Tom Vassell basically said, Hey, look, if you don't like you know, the people on our podcast or on our shows, if you are one of these people, we don't want you here. We don't want you part of, of you know, our audience. We don't want, we, we don't want you following us leave feel free to leave and that's when i started thinking is like holy hell they that maybe these attacks are coming from people that are, are they're they're actually in the gaming community and i thought what why the hell would they do that i mean the whole thing about gaming and and you know you listen to any podcast or you go to any group you know the whole thing is 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 being social, making friends. I mean, gaming is just the 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 catalyst or the the mechanism that we use common interests to get together and and have fun. So these people that are acting like a holes, it's like don't don't they realize that work's gonna get around, and sooner or later people are not gonna want to game with them because they're gonna have the reputation of being an a-hole or a bigot or a misogynist or, a, you know, whatever. I mean, that pretty much cuts the whole aspect and purpose of getting together and gaming. So I thought, well, hell, you know, it may, evidently these trolls are not outside the gaming circle. They're, they're, they're a part of this uh, community as well. And at a further thought, I thought, okay, well, you know, I could, I could understand that because as much as the board gaming community and the, the interest and the hobby has grown, you know, not every single person that comes into the, the hobby are going to be, you know, 100% upstanding, happy, you know, stable people. <laughs> so, uh, 
you know they're they're good they're gonna bring you know maybe some they're they're gonna be different personalities they're gonna bring different uh backgrounds and experiences uh they're gonna bring different baggage with them they're gonna bring uh different issues and stuff uh with them there's gotta be a way where those things do not tear down the safety and the 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 community and the friendships that that uh, we we build around the gaming table and then not much longer uh after that uh my my eyes got really wide open when there was a uh, a particular person in a, a gaming group that I was a part of and I, I still am uh but one of the women in our group was getting inappropriate and unwanted sexual advances from somebody else in the group and and it was brought to the attention of the you know a few others a few other men in in the group by this woman uh about this particular person one man in our group uh had you know had a talk with him and said look you know this this ain't this isn't going to fly and for all intents and purposes, we thought that you know the, the this person was talked to, and he he, he apologized, he agreed, he said, I'm, I'm, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I was drunk that night, and blah blah blah, you know, whatever." You know, be kind of cautious, but you know, we'll we'll still have him part of our group. And then it happened a second time. It actually didn't even happen at our gaming group. It happened uh, at a, uh, uh, a it was a social setting. Uh, luckily, uh, the, it was the same woman. It was the same guy making the same, even more overt sexual advances. And luckily, uh, we had uh, some mutual friends there as well that was able to uh, block this and, uh, you know, uh, serve as a, a barrier against this man. Se- sexual advances and comments to to the to the the woman. And at that point, it was like, you know, we, again, we had a talk with this person. And, and basically, at this point now, uh, that person is no longer welcome at our, our gaming groups. Uh, anytime we have a game night or something like that, uh, you know, it's like, okay, who, who are we going to invite? And it's like, this guy's name doesn't even come up. He's crossed the line twice and... It's like, you know, no, no, uh, three strikes and you're out. It's like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you, you, you crossed the line for, you know, once the first time. And if you do it another time, then you, you've knowingly and will, willingly disrespected, you know, our boundaries and you're, you're out. Simple as that. Because again, it, it flies right into the face of, being safe and and having friends and making you know the the memories we want around the gaming kit table we want them to be happy memories we don't want to have a memory of you know somebody making sexual advances and touching uh one of the women in our group when she's not interested and didn't warrant or invite such a uh an action i'm i'm not here to say that all men are bad Okay, we're we're not and and my get my two guests today, uh, in this episode are they they didn't do any male bashing. That's not what they're about. 
when crap like that happens, and and it it's not one of these things where oh th- this only happens to someone else. Yeah, that the, the minute you think that and believe that, you become that other person. You become the someone else that that crap happens to, because you don't have your guard up. You're not prepared, and that's the attitude that I think we need to have. Not a, a, a attitude of paranoia, but a preparedness. And that's why I wanted this episode to talk about this topic uh, because, you know, it's, like I said, I used to be naive. So if I was naive and thinking that this stuff doesn't happen at the gaming table or within our gaming circles, then I'm sure that there's other people out there who think the same way. They, they had the same uh, naive belief that, oh, well, that, that just happens to you know, other people. No, it happens to gamers. It, it, and it's done to gamers by other gamers. And that's why we need... I, I wanted to dedicate this episode to the to the topic of, you know, misogyny and bigotry and uh, just uh, unwanted sexual advances towards towards our women gamers... Because we need to be aware that that does happen because, well, guess what? It does. Now, that's not to say that every man out there is a pervert. But we do need to keep, uh, you know, keep our guard up. Uh, one uh, specific uh, situation, uh, one of the gaming groups that I'm part of, uh, we were gaming somewhere. And uh, we, had, we have both men and women in our gaming group. And all of a sudden, this guy comes up and starts... You know, starts a conversation. You know, and, and we didn't. We never saw him before. Uh, none of us in the gaming group ever saw him at that location before, uh, so we didn't know anything about him. And he was like, "Well, hey, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd like to join you guys." So initially, it was you know there there was a twinge of, "Okay, is is this guy cool? Is he cool? Is he or is he?" Does he really want to join us to, to game or a pervert? Is he a closet axe murderer or something or rapist or whatever that wants to target one of the women in our group? So, you know, you, you never know. I mean, you, you meet a stranger on the street. You don't know whether they're a nice guy or not. So we allowed him to, to join us at our gaming group. And it turned out the guy was really cool. He, he wasn't a pervert. He wasn't a rapist. He wasn't an axe murderer. He wasn't a bigot. Uh, he, he was just a really friendly, chatty guy, and he has turned out to be one of the more uh, valuable players in our group. And wow, voila, we, we just gained a new friend. So not all guys are like, you know, bad like that. Uh and that's the that's the one thing that I, I want to stress is you know not to be paranoid, but be cautious, be prepared. Because when when a new person comes into a gaming group, you know you want to invite them, you want them to be a part, you know, invite them into the group. If they're new to games at all, you want to invite them to the bring them into the hobby. In the back of your mind. Yeah, there, there's there's an aspect of meeting new people that you need to be aware that not every single person you meet 
is going to be an upstanding person. But hey, what do I know? to talk about women's issues if, if you want a bunch of uh, middle-aged old white men talk about women's issues you could go to the GOP uh, we're not going to get it here so at this point I think I'm going to turn the podcast over to two women who know about this a hell of a lot more than I do and they have important and useful things to bring to this topic and again the the first thing i want to do with this podcast is make people aware that this is a problem it may not have hit your gaming circle yet but sooner or later it will and you need to be aware of that you need to be prepared for it and you need to know what to do about it when it happens and to help me attack that you know, elephant at the gaming table, uh, we have two very wonderful and prominent women in the gaming industry. And they both were nice enough and gracious enough to be uh, my guest to talk about this topic. So let's get to that interview right now. All right. Welcome back to the Mega Meeple. And... Uh, like I said uh, earlier in the episode, uh, this is uh, one of our more uh, serious episodes, but we're we're still going to try to have some fun here. Uh, so, but we have uh, uh, two guests this time. Uh, we have Mandy Hutchinson uh, from the Dice Tower. Uh, you probably saw our videos on uh, to Die Four Games, and uh, actually, uh, Mandy, the first time I saw you was uh, the. Dice Tower segment gaming with colleagues is, and, and then after that you just kind of popped up everywhere on my feed. I know. I'm wondering if people are starting to get sick of seeing me. But uh, funny story, I'm actually at my board gaming with colleagues house, and we're doing some gaming today. So good oh, sweet. Uh, timing. Sweet. Okay. And our other guest is none other than Brittany Bow, and uh, you might uh, see her in her new venture called Be Bold Games. How you doing, Brittany? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Uh, and and I, I got to say for um, actually for both of you, particularly for videos, um, I, I've just started. I've primarily been doing podcasts, but I'm just past few months uh, started to uh, get some more video content out there. And uh, let me tell you, there, there's so much magic in editing. Uh, so it's so true. <laughs> it's time consuming as well. It is. It is. You know, I, I would get uh, you get a certain uh, thing that you're wanting to do, and you're then and you're almost at the end of the take, and it's going well, and then it's like maybe you have one or two sentences left to go, and then the the cat meows, or <laughs> the 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 phone pings that. Uh, uh, you know, I got emails, and it's like, ah, mm. so, 
<laughs> so, yes, I know all. I have a dog, so it would be the dog barking. I absolutely get it. So I the, have uh, three cats and a firehouse behind mine. Oh, my. <laughs> I think you take the cake. You win. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally just bought a house without even stopping to think if there was a firehouse next door. Oh, wow. Oh, good. But you know what? Coordinate. What, watching yeah. watching uh, your your videos, it's like okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I know uh, Brittany, your your enthusiasm and and happiness about doing videos and stuff like that just comes through uh, through the video of, of uh, your your love of the games. And like uh, first, when I first talked to, it's like how how is she always that that happy? How can you always be on like that? And then when I started doing videos, I was like, okay, yeah, it's it's editing. <laughs> It's, it's, it's totally editing. <laughs> Maybe only like ten percent. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I was... but anytime I make a really stupid face, I just cover it up with video of the game board because I'm like, wow, that was a really bad face to make on camera. I'm going to cover that up immediately. <laughs> I I remember I was I was uh, I was filming uh, an intro for something, and. Uh, it was like I, just, I forget how many takes I had to do, but uh, the the last take I did, uh, it was like okay, I, I okay finally did it, and my roommate was there, and he said, "Yeah, Tom, that last take sounded kind of angry. You might want to listen to that before you put that out." There. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, oh uh, no! And well, to you, you probably thought it was fine, right? Yeah, from from me, I was like, "Hey, I I got through it, so." Uh, but anyway, That's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, actually, the the impetus behind uh, uh, having you guys on was uh, back in uh, I believe it was August. Uh, Women at Warp had a article, and I'll, I'll post a link to that on the, this episode as well. You know, it, it was yeah, August 29, two thousand seventeen. Women gained ground in tabletop gaming. And it had, uh, had Brittany on there. It had uh, Mandy and Suzanne, and I was like, okay, well, that this is uh, this is definitely a, a topic because you know, gaming. It, it seemed like gaming. The stereotype is it, it's all it, male dominated. It's all it's all men, and it's it's almost like a, a novelty when uh, you see a woman uh, actually gaming. Uh, so, what what are some of the challenges that uh, that come with being a woman in gaming? And I'll just throw that to to either one of you, whoever wants to answer first. So, I mean, and I'm gonna go start back it up a little bit. So, I know for myself, I don't only have to worry about being a woman. Sometimes I actually do have to worry about being a woman and a person of color. Hmm. And I know that doesn't come up very often, but hey, there it is. I deal with it every day, as in you know how I look and who I am. And it has happened before. There are some issues where, you know, you go to gaming events and people are, it happens for me where I'll be playing a game. And it doesn't happen often, but, you know, where I've had people who try to play for me. Because I guess maybe I come off a certain way or maybe, you know, they don't think I'm too smart or maybe they don't even know they're doing it. Hmm. Um, but I have had people play for me. And I'm like, no, I'm quite capable. I've got three university degrees. I think my brain's pretty good, you know, <laughs> so... Things like that, I just, and I think in my case in particular, perhaps that just the way that I am maybe gives off a certain vibe that they think I'm a certain way. And I'm not saying it's all men or all of a certain group, but things like that, maybe perception potentially is a bit of an issue. Okay. 
Brittany, what do you think? Yeah, um, so I'm also a person of color, but I am white passing. And so that leads to a very different type of experience when it comes to my struggles in that regard. Um, for example, I experienced um, living in America. I know Mandy lives in Canada. Uh, a lot more institutional racism when it came to my success. For example, I had a teacher in high school who failed me out of my PE class, dropping my GPA like 0. 0.4 points because he knew that my mom was quote unquote a racial slur. Oh, hmm. And wow. so honestly, like that's just one of those things where that has a ripple effect throughout your entire life, right? I got failed out of a PE class three times, dropping my GPA from a 3.8 to a 3.4, which had a, a lifelong impact on me. Mm-hmm. And um, because I am white passing, I there's a lot of privilege that comes with that. People tend to typically accept me more but that also means that when they say inappropriate things that might be uh, sexist or um, insulting as far as race goes Mm -hmm. they don't typically acknowledge or realize that I'm Hispanic right Hmm. and so I end up hearing a lot more of the stuff that I probably don't Um, I've definitely had an experience where I was working at an event and we were playing werewolf and this guy started bluffing about something. And I was like, no, 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 you're lying. Made a joke. And he like called me the B word. Hmm. And at, yeah. And I was, I was just playing along, right. I was role playing. It's werewolf. Right. And I found that the, the best way for me to deal with that was to look him straight in the eye, stand up and leave the table. Right. Hmm. Immediately. Somebody killed him in werewolf. So <laughs> it worked out (laughs) it worked out um but those struggles you know they've they've been really jarring because that's not something that you can recover from right up right out the gate right you have this shocking experience you have to get up and leave at your own event like that's not comfortable Mm -hmm. and so i i have thought a lot about ways that we can that we can make these events better and exactly who the people are that need to implement these things in order to make it happen Right. Right. Quite honestly, most of the time, these people are people who will sit in the same room as me and won't look me in the eye, but then they'll go online and and bash me online. Mm. Yeah. And I've seen that happen to Suzanne, actually. That happened most recently. And and I think that's the part that's scary to me. Um, Some of the stuff that Suzanne and I have received through emails or messages, we don't talk about it. It's some of it's pretty bad. It's sexist, racist. It's a lot of that. Um, and but these are people sometimes exactly what uh, Brittany was just saying that will be at an event and you don't know who these people are, but then they'll come and attack you online. And that scares me a little bit. That, that's that's what really uh, when uh, actually it was when uh, Tom Vassell uh, had a segment on his uh, I, I guess it was board game breakfast or one of his. And he was basically saying, look, if, if you want to. If if you're to attack the people because you don't like their voice or you don't like their uh, stance or whatever, we don't want you here. And I, and that's when my eyes start open. It's like, okay, this this isn't happening from. I mean, the source is not from these people have nothing to do with gaming. These this, this stuff is coming from within the gaming community. Uh, a lot of I can't speak for for Brittany, but I I, I can estimate that she's you know she's very she has a very good fan base i think suzanne and i also have a good fan base and it's funny the amount of positive messages from people who are saying wow i didn't 
I didn't fully realize that this was happening until I'd seen it happen to Brittany or to Mandy or to Suzanne. You know what I mean? So in vain with what you're saying. Mm. Um, so one thing that everyone can do, and that's my big emphasis on everything that I write when it comes to how to make ga- the gaming space more inclusive is things that everyone can do. And the biggest thing that we need to acknowledge is that there's strength in numbers and speak up when you see something, but there are different ways to handle different people and different audiences. So it's important that maybe when someone says something inappropriately, instead of calling them out at the table and making them feel embarrassed or ashamed or insulted in front of the other people, you might ask them to step aside and speak with you privately and have a discussion with them about why their behavior is unacceptable. And you know, if they refuse to listen, then let them know that they won't be welcome back at the group at the group if they can't respect other people's boundaries and put an emphasis on consent um, in your group. And also consider perhaps having a code of conduct that way everybody at the table knows exactly what they're signing up for. Ask other people before you touch them. Don't make inappropriate sexual jokes, et cetera, et cetera. And while we shouldn't really have to do that. It's actually really important that people running events and people running conventions do do this in order to protect to protect the people at their conventions. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yes, absolutely. And we do that actually when we play games, and it's great because a lot. I don't even have to be the first one to say anything. People I play with automatically. Okay, this table, we don't accept this. We don't accept this. These are the rules. We have fun. That's it. And you're always welcome. If you can't follow the rules, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. And so I, I love that that I, I have a group or friends or people that I can play with that are like that. I think that's a fantastic point, Brittany. So what what can we uh, do to make it more welcoming for women? Um, I find that being a part of women exclusive groups helps a lot when it comes to feeling included and feeling like you're surrounded by other women. Um, I'm in a I'm in a group called World of Women, which is a tabletop gaming focused. Um, discord channel and that has helped me a lot to feel like i'm not alone if i need to talk about something i have somebody to vent to Mm. but the big thing is for my social when i have people that are actively harassing me i don't direct i don't address them directly i send the link to somebody else and say like hey could you man to man this guy and try to calm him down and i know that sounds terrible and ridiculous and i shouldn't have to do that But there are a lot of men out there that are willing to do the work and help us out. And honestly, the biggest thing that I'm trying to do is people that are acting out and and yelling at people on the Internet are not happy people. And we need to ask ourselves, how can we as a community help them acknowledge their behavior and change it? Because they're not going to leave the community and I don't want to exclude anybody from the community, but if we can help them understand why their behavior is unacceptable, maybe we can help them see the light. And if they can't, then they're going to end up not being welcome at varying places as a result of that. Yeah, it definitely comes down to education. And and it's not just gaming. That's in work life. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's not like we've experienced these things just within gaming. I mean, for myself, I've had many experiences in other areas of my life, but it always comes down to education. I try not to directly, as Brittany was speaking, um, engage with someone. If they're angry, I'm not going to get angry with you. You know, if it it helps having a mediator, like someone in between to kind of deal with it, that's another option. If it's going to make the situation better, we, you know, we try and do it. I know when we have gaming events here and um, a lot of the times there are very few women, I always try and make sure I make eye contact whoever's coming in and it can be anyone that's coming in. 
maybe because I used to be a teacher, I always want to make people feel welcome. I know what people think when they see me because you've got this black girl with either gray hair, purple hair, pink hair, whatever it may be. I wear bright colors. I love pinup fashion. I wear crazy glasses. Yeah, it can be off-putting for some people because they're not used to it. I never want someone to feel like unwelcome or they feel uncomfortable. So I always, always, always go out of my way, specifically when I see new gamers or people walking around. I try and make eye contact. Even if I don't wave, have a chat. I hear people saying all the time that they're so shy to, no, if you see me or if you're in a situation and you know of me or see me, come find me. I will make sure that, you know, either I find a game for you to play, you play with me, whatever. So I know I'm not always going to be there. But that's something that I try and put out to see if I can make people feel comfortable. But I definitely think education is a really good way to um, to get us all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not good at making eye contact because I'm like very much a social shut in. I know I'm personable and whatever, but I'm, I call myself a charismatic introvert. That's me too. No, that's yeah. me too. Yeah. Uh, when I'm, I'm off screen doesn't mean I'm a different person, but I need a might need Mandy time, quiet time, alone oh, yeah. time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You time to, to recharge those batteries. It's like, you know, I, I, I like people, but I don't like people around me every single waking moment. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what about uh, things like uh, cyberbullying and hate mail uh, or things that's like uh, more of an anonymous uh, nature? Do, do you even uh, – do you ignore those things? Do you even – uh, respond to those things or how, how, do, how do you treat stuff like that the I never button. no go ahead sorry Brittany you go ahead <laughs> I was just going to say the mute button yeah exactly okay. I never respond <laughs> I don't even entertain it bye <laughs> okay yeah I hit mute so I don't have to see it and be like subject to emotional trauma or abuse but at the same time I don't feel like they even deserve to be acknowledged that they've been blocked so I just hit the mute button and move on with my life because at the end of the day I own my own business now and I've got to make a living so I have to be a, I have to be doing things all the time I can't waste my time arguing with somebody on the internet for any yep. reason right. exactly okay my time is worth money <laughs> it's so true <laughs> make <Yeah>. that money <laughs> okay well, and I'm going to switch gears here, and actually, that that's a good uh, uh, segue to uh, Brittany. Uh, you have a, a new thing going on right now called Be Bold Games. Uh, tell tell us about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Be Bold Games is a new channel that I'm creating, and it's supposed to be a little bit more focused on um, inclusion and accessibility and how we're going to help even bridge some of the racial gap in tabletop gaming. Mm. Oh, fantastic. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, I started in the tabletop industry four years ago after quitting my job in the insurance industry. And I have been working on, you know, showing everybody that I'm an influencer and making things happen in any way that I can. Um, But the one thing that I've noticed is that, honestly, there is a huge lack of minorities in our communities. So basically what I'm what I'm kind of focused on is how we bridge the racial gap in board gaming, focusing on these three things, which is time, money, and space, and solving for those problems, and a, w- a way to be like truly inclusionary, helping make games more accessible to people that maybe don't have the time, money, or space to, to make tabletop gaming happen because at the end of the day tabletop gaming is very much a luxury 
-hmm. And there's a huge income disparity in in the audience. I mean, I, I look at my YouTube and Twitter analytics and a large majority of the people who are following me are making well over $70,000 a year. Wow. And yeah. in, in America, the average person is making less than 35. So wow. that's kind of terrifying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Wow, so that's that's really cool. That's that's neat, to, and 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 that uh, definitely uh, fits in with uh, what uh, we were talking about earlier uh, about uh, making it more accessible to to people. So, Mandy, uh, news thing with uh, on your plate is uh, the the podcast that you do with Suzanne. Yes, and that's been quite the journey. Let me tell you. <laughs> 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 As you know, I started with video. So moving over to the podcast was a really big transition in many ways because I'd never done a podcast before. And then we were, you know, on the Dice Tower, which was a big change for a lot of people. Mm. So Suzanne and I and, and Tom, we've had discussions with him. He's great. So we talk about this to him directly all the time. And we really, really want to focus about making gaming inclusive like that that's it i'm like you look at suzanne you look at myself suzanne's been doing it a very long time and you know she's also been very vocal about her beliefs in inclusion in gaming i'm very much an advocate for it as well so when we started uh when we accepted to do the podcast we did it with conditions that we want to make gaming welcome to everyone whether you're new if you're you know of a different rate whatever it may be and we wanted to provide options so kind of touching on Brittany was talking about yeah we'll talk about games that you know maybe it can work for this type of price point or where you can get them and and we just don't want anyone to feel left out mm -hmm. and I think that's that's I know what it feels like to be left out of something and I wouldn't want that feeling for someone else so that's why we tried to make things a bit different um, to to pull in those different types of people. I mean, I don't know. It's not a lot, I guess, in the bigger scheme of things, but it's something and it's a contribution that we're trying to do. So. Oh, definitely. And it definitely makes a difference, too. But, uh, well, thank you, both of you, uh, for uh, being on the show. Now, if you don't mind, we, we uh, started a little, uh, call it the Mega Meeple Rapid Fire Round. Uh, just a little... Game that we play with our guests and just uh, lets our listeners uh, find out a little bit, a little bit about you know their personality, and uh, has, has really nothing to do with gaming, but it's just a little game that we like to play. So I'll, I'll mention uh, two things, and uh, and you guys could uh, chime in on which one you would prefer. All right. I think I, I know Brittany's answers to all of these, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Cats or dogs? Dogs. <laughs> hey, Brittany, what, what was yours? Oh, I said cats. Oh, cats, okay. Zombies or vampires? Oh, vampires. Neither. Neither, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, I'm weird. I'm afraid of both of them. <laughs> Oh, no. like, I'm actually just afraid of them. Okay. I know a lot of people are, so that's valid. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, action or comedy? Ooh, comedy. Uh, yeah, comedy. I agree. All right. Uh, beach or the mountains? Beach. Oh, beach. All righty. Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Oh, Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great. Well, thank you. And uh, 
Actually, uh, for th- thanks for for being uh, being a guest on on the show. I really appreciate your time and your input. Um, it means a lot. So now, if uh, people want to find out more about either of you, uh, where would they go, Brittany? Um, my social media channel for Twitter is at Brittany Bow, and on Instagram and Facebook, I am at Be Bold Games. Okay. And Mandy, where can the people find out more about you? So you can see me in a couple places. To Die For Games, we have a Facebook page and a YouTube page where we do our videos. We also have a website, www.todieforgames.com. Most people will probably know me from the Dice Tower on the podcast, so thedicetower.com. You can find about all of our episodes there. And social media, I go under the moniker Board Gaming Pinup Girl, and I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook as well. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. So we'll we'll see you uh, ho- hopefully at one of these conventions. We'll be able to, to uh, get some uh, selfies together and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Make some eye contact and play some games. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> thank you. Thanks so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for listening to the Mega Meeple. Uh, join us next week as we uh, talk about uh, gaming for couples. And, uh, you know, I you know it's a little bit late for Valentine's Day, but, you know, hey, Valentine's Day is in the middle of the week. I know a, a lot of uh, couples will be uh, celebrating Valentine's uh, Day during the weekend. So our next episode will be about uh, gaming for two or gaming for couples. It'll be good for uh, both you and your spouse or your significant other to uh, play. If you haven't already, go ahead and go to iTunes and subscribe to the Mega Meeple Podcast. And while you're there, leave us a five-star loving and a happy review. It will really help us out. Appreciate it very much. And if you really like the show and you'd like to support it, uh, you go over to uh, Pod Pledge and donate a dollar or so per month. That will really help out with the hosting cost of the website and the podcast. Now, if you are a game designer or you have a Kickstarter that, and a game that you'd like to talk about and you want to be a guest on our show, you can contact us at uh, megameeple at outlook.com or you can go to our website, uh, www.themegameeple. Go to our Contact Us page and fill in the uh, fields there and we will get the notice right away and we'll uh, arrange having you on the show as a guest to talk about your game. So... Thanks again for listening, and we hope that you will join us again next week. Until then, we'll see you at the gaming table.